Hello, and welcome to Lonely TTRPG. Today, we are playing Dead Belt, a solo RPG for Space Cowboys. By a couple of Drake's Publishing. So, Dead Belt is a solo game based off of the Carta system. So, we're going to be using a deck of cards, some dice, and we're going to be cruising around space attempting to salvage from various ships known as birds unidentified vessel this is the terran concordant vessel chariot you are entering the dead belt terran concordian protection ends at navigation beacon sigma three zero four twenty be advised, your entry is not logged. Exit is not monitored. Squawk IFF and plot return course to home sector or maintain current course and heading. Repeat, unidentified vessel. You are alone out here from Nav Beacon Sigma 30420. Alright, best of luck out there, Belter. Cherry it out. So, Dead Belt, you're playing what is called a Belter. You're a salvage specialist. And what you're going to do is you're going to go out into deep space and attempt to get some salvage from various derelict ships. So, in order to do that, in order to do that, what we're going to do is we're going to create our Belter and decide how we are going to salvage these ships so your primary stats are going to be grit gear gas load and glow so grit is basically your willingness to do a job and your resourcefulness in doing a job gear would be any tools or whatnot you might have on you gas is your breathable oxygen load is how much you can carry at any one time and glow will be your flashlight Basically, it lets you see into the next part of the ship before you actually try and do it. In addition to personal character stats, you also have cred, debt, and upkeep. So cred is how much money you've made or have. Debt is what you owe the bank. And upkeep is how much it costs to maintain your ship. So all of that's going to depend on what type of ship you choose. So to get started... What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and select our character. Now, there are five different types of characters you can choose in this game. Uh, we're going to go ahead and keep everything random. So I'm just going to roll 1d5 here and see what I get if I can roll my dice. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep those dice rolling, rawhide. One, outstanding. One is the vet, which is the only character that I, or the only character creation that I read. And that one hit a little too close to home, but that's great. So as a vet, we're going to start out with three grit, one gear, and a load capacity of four. So if we ever fill up our load, then we're going to have to go back to our ship to drop off what we got and come back. We're also starting off with a debt of one. So we're going to go ahead and start with one. Now, if your debt gets too high, the bank is going to do what banks do, and they're going to come and claim your ship. They're going to go ahead and repo that, and you're just out of luck. 
but I do get uh, I do get some starting stuff, such as brute force and ignorance. Where if brute force and ignorant don't fix it, use more. A spend gear when you would fail an obstacle roll. I may choose to succeed. Also, do more with less. You did more with less, and now you can do anything with almost nothing. When I find gear roll uh, gear supply, roll two dice instead of one and I can choose the better one on what to do let's see an aspiration my aspiration is to one day get the piece that I was promised so that is what I am going for so now that I have my character we're gonna go ahead and select my ship so ship creation is at the start of play choose one of the ships listed the bank is happy to give me a loan for this how very nice of them and then we're going to add the debt to our starting debt. Each point of debt has a value of 10 cred. So I need 10 cred in order to pay down any debt. And I can always trade in for a bigger boat. But we're just going to be doing one run through on this. So we're not going to worry about trade in value right now. So of the various ship sizes, you basically have three different sizes, small, medium and large. We're going to go ahead and go with the small one. So that is the Kildeer, Kildeer class. The K113 Romeo is a solid entry point for any belter just starting out. It can mount some extra stuff, but, you know, doesn't have a big cargo. So our cargo size is going to be 10. It's only going to put us into debt one, though. So right off the bat, I am starting off with two debt and a cargo size of 10. So anytime I find anything out on the ship, I can always bring it back and this will fill up my cargo bay. Once I fill up all 10 items, that's it. Time to go home. Time to call it. Finally, last big thing that we need to work on is we got to choose. We got to choose our ship. So, with that, you got three different tiers of birds that you can find. Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3. And on every bird out there is a payday. That payday is going to be represented by a Black Joker. And if I find the Black Joker, I find the payday and I can attempt to get the best possible out of it. Otherwise, these ships are going to be arrayed in certain card configurations as shown later on in the book. So to determine the bird's tier, we're going to roll a D6 and then we're going to roll another D6 to determine the class. So let's go ahead and roll first D6 to determine my tier. That is a one. That is another one. We are starting out great on this. So that is a tier one bird. That is a tier one civilian bird. So let's go ahead and add that onto here. Right. So first things first, I got to find my jokers in this deck. And I got a tier one civilian class bird. So. All right. So we're going to build our ship now based on that. So we're going to have two cards up here. We're going to have two cards right below that. 
four on this row, two, and one. And then we're going to decide where we are going to attack this and try to get in. So to do that, we're just going to take our airlock ship, our airlock card, and we're just going to drop that guy right here. All right, so for gameplay, what we should be doing is we choose to move, we choose to move where we would like, and we will flip that card over. And if we flip that card over, we will then look at the prompts for what that card is. So we're going to go ahead and draw a little token for ourselves right here so that we have something to move around so we know where we're at. All right, y'all. So what we're going to be doing is we're fixing to check out this civilian bird here and see what type of salvage that we can get. So we're going to go ahead and move right on over to that first card right there. And we're going to flip this over and see what we got. All right, that's a king of diamonds. So with the or with the red card, you got one of two options. You can you can press your luck and try and draw a card and see if you get a little bit better, or you can just take whatever the prompt gives you. So we're not going to press our lucks right now, and we are going to attempt to just see what we got. So diamonds are salvage, and for the king of diamonds, what's that doing out here? Now there's some things you don't see every day, maybe ever. Now you just got to get it out of here. Load eight. All right, so already my load is eight of four. Can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. So we're just going to go ahead and grab four of these items, and we're going to pull it on back to our airlock. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and update my load right here to four four, and we're going to head on back to the airlock. But every time we head back to the airlock, we got to be checking on things, checking to make sure that everything gets secured right proper. So... Anytime we got to come back to the airlock with a load, we got to roll a D6. And for that, we rolled a three. So three is, I choose two of the items. One of the parts of your airlock burns out. Going to need to improvise a storage solution. Takes you some time to get everything stored. Or the airlock gives a lurch. All right, so we're going to go with the burnout, and we're going to go with the taking time. So we're going to raise our upkeep by one, which I didn't even add the upkeep originally for my bird. My bird has no upkeep cost. Cool. Now it has an upkeep cost. So our upkeep is going to go ahead and go up to one. And I am going to need to check my gas, see how I'm doing. So every time you enter a new module or otherwise prompted, you need to check your gas. You always start at one, you roll a D6. As long as you don't roll a one, then you're good. I did not do that the first time. So let's go ahead and roll our D6 to make sure that... Woo, that was nerve-wracking. Almost uh, four, so I was good for the module. Let's make sure I'm good for my... Another four. So we lucked out. We managed to get everything stowed. So we're going to drop our load back down to zero. And our cargo is going to go up to four of ten. So we're going to go ahead and move back on into here. 
and we're going to make a decision on whether we want to go left, right, up, or down. So, left, right, up, or down. That is the question. That is the question right now. I'm sorry. Up, down, or right. That is all we got. We only got three options. You know, let's go ahead and roll a D3. One is up. Two is right. Three is down. And I rolled a three, so we're going to go ahead and move down. I'm going to move down right here, and let's see what this card is. Two of hearts. Two of hearts. So, two of hearts. Good time. Some evidence that this place was someone else's home. Makes you think of your own. And... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Forgot to check my gas when I got in here. Forgot to check my gas. Let's check my gas levels. Four. Still doing good on, uh, still doing good on gas. Places to refill gas gear or grit. So we're going to roll a D6. And we're going to see how well I think a home as I'm sitting here. Everything's a D6. Two. Place has nothing left for me. So... So I walk in here, I see a place, makes me makes me think of home, but as I stare at the empty shelves, all I can think of is the empty home that I left prior to the war. So, unfortunately, nothing here for me. We're just going to go ahead and continue on down, see what, you know, round out this last corner. Seven of hearts, seven of hearts. You know what? We're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and push our luck on this, just because again, short game. Let's see what we get when we push our luck. So I'm gonna push the card. Whenever you push a card, you take a risk. So to push, we're going to draw the top card from our remaining deck. If it is red, it is worth an uh, it is worth the maximum supply. And if it is black, we are itching closer to running out of luck. So I'm gonna go ahead and draw this card out right here, and we're gonna flip it over. We're going to flip it over. There we go. We got ourselves a red card. So we're going to get our maximum amount of supplies from this from this hot right here. So seven of hots. Seven of hots is a stripped conduit. This whole section of the wall is worse for wear. That just means it's easier to find st stuff for the entrepreneur and belter. And I'm going to go ahead and get two gear out of this. Two gear. So that brings my gear up to three. I got myself three gear, and that's uh, that's a mighty fine improvement. Now there's only one place left to go right now. All right, eight of clubs. So clubs, it's gonna be barrier. Oh, gotta check my gas. Gotta check my gas. Always forget about the gas. Two outstanding. Still got gas. Still got gas. All right, so eight of clubs. Clubs are barriers. Unless you pull something off here, you're not getting past this area. When you encounter a barrier, roll your D6. So eight is going to be a flooded module. Hydro pipes must have sprung a hell of a leak. Either that or they were using this bay as an aquarium. So we're going to go ahead and roll a D6 rotten, yeah? And we're going to see if we're able to get past this. And with a five, it is risky to try more than once this way. It is blocked after transit. So, luckily, I'm just pushing through. But, this is now a dead end. This this area ain't going no more nowhere. So, we're just going to keep swimming on up. Move on to the next module. And we got ourselves a, another obstacle. So, first of all, still got oxygen. Key right there. Key right there out here in the wide open spaces. 
We want to make sure that we keep ourselves nice and oxygenated. But for the nine of clubs, we find ourselves with arc and wires, crack on burn, world still turn. Frayed copper and white hot tungsten, dripping sparks and arc and electricity. Man, don't want to touch any of this, gonna light ourselves up like the 4th of July. Whoo boy! But let's see if we survive the crossing. Got ourselves another five. So that means, yes, we do manage to uh, sneak our way past. But, unfortunately, this is another dead end. Apparently, between all of the flooded compartments and uh, sparking electricity, not looking great for our abilities there. All right, so I don't know if I'm allowed to move diagonal, but I'm going to say that I am. Not that I'm moving diagonal right now. I'm just looking at my next... Er, Ooh, yeah. I'm going to have to move diagonal. All right. Outstanding. We are still in business when it comes to the oxygen. Ran out of oxygen. Yeah. Almost ran out of oxygen on the tour. Oh! Found the payday. Found the payday. Outstanding. So, now that we got our payday, let's see what we got to do for that. All right. Space log. When you encounter the payday, roll a D6. Got a two. Ah. Fortunately. Unfortunately, the payday has already been stripped and or broken beyond repair. So let's see what it was. Let's see how sad I am. So that is a one. See, there's my six. One six five. So it is the primary injector boot. Primary injector boot is broken. Done. Snapped a heel on it. Lost its soul. That is some sad news right there. And unfortunately, I can't backtrack to the easy load that I found. So I am forced to continue to travel on up. Luckily, my oxygen holding out. Still got plenty of gas out here. Bright side is I seem to have found another load. So... Actually, we're going to go ahead and push on this, too. We're going to go ahead and push on this, too. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got here. Whoo, boy. Got ourselves another red card. So what does that mean for the... Uh, what does that mean when we're pushing? All right. When you uncover a red card and when you push, draw the top card. If it is a red card, that salvage card is worth two additional load. Outstanding. So we got two additional load. On a six of diamonds. And that six of diamonds, what's that going to get us? Hostile weather gear, exposure shelter, tools of every kind, good stuff, bulk it, but probably worth it. So that has a load of four. We got an additional two. That means that there are six right here. Unfortunately for me, I can only carry four items with me. So I'm going to go ahead and bump my load up to four. And we are going to, we're going to attempt to. Make, uh, we're going to move back to the airlock. Now that we are back in the airlock, we're going to check our airlock. And that is a three. All right, so three, I got to choose another two. Let's go ahead and do an improvised storage solution. And uh, we're going to have the airlock tear away from the ship. So I'm going to go ahead and spend one gear right now. And the my cargo is going to move up to eight. 
But unfortunately, the airlock's going to tear away for the ship, and that is going to be our time aboard this civilian bird. So that is gameplay for Deadbelt. Now, thoughts. First and foremost, uh, the art on the cover of this is beautiful, and some of the supplementary art within here is very nice as well. These guys did a great job with the artwork. Um, again, it is based off the Carter system, so that meant that they had to come up with 52 prompts, which a lot of work on that, a lot of work on that, and the prompts that I've seen are pretty good. So a lot of decent variation and whatnot in there. Some of the things we didn't see in the prompts is we didn't see any of the spade cards come up. So the spades were bad news, uh, wrinkles and setbacks. And we didn't see, uh, no, we saw all the red cards. We saw the clubs. So a couple obstacles. The obstacles were, the obstacles were fun. Um, like I get it. The point, the point of this game is for a little bit of difficulty, a little bit of a, uh, little bit of a challenge. You're supposed to run into things that you can't backtrack on. And there is always supposed to be the risk because it's space. And as I said during my wretched playthrough, space is terrifying. I don't know why anybody would want to go to space. But the gameplay loop is fairly nice. Now, like most things that seem to be set in space, it's all about hopelessness. It's all about giving you that false sense that you'll be able to accomplish. And you can see that in your dice roll. Like you're not likely to run out of oxygen unless you run into some bad luck. Because your oxygen two to six is a success for any of your gas checks. If you get a one, then it, then it goes to three to six, so on and so forth. All right. So your oxygen is never going to be a concern until it is and then it's going to go quickly but with all your other checks like a success isn't like completely a success for example you get to the airlock and it's hey i got to the airlock i made it but i still got to figure something out you know so at best you're expending resources which are really like really in short supply, like really in short supply, or you're increasing your upkeep, which means that you're going to have to uh, spend more. Shoot. One thing I forgot to do was going back and uh, attempting to sell everything. So when you get back from your salvage operation, first you roll on your bankroll chart to see if your debt's going to go up if there's no change or if the bank's going to give you some credit don't necessarily want to uh, do credit because this seems like one of those games that you know it is trying to trap you in things it wants you to take credit it wants you to get trapped in it now for your load for your load getting back you get one cred for every point of load. For example, on this run through, I brought back uh, I brought back eight cargo. That means that I would get eight credits. I have to spend one of those credits on upkeep. So, you know, 
I'm already down to seven credits. Seven cred is not going to do anything to my debt. So I would have to at least get no change. But if I roll on interest, then my debt goes up. So like this is definitely one of those games where the goal and the design is to get you to keep going out and keep pressing your luck and keep pressing your luck in order to do that. And that's fine. Like the whole concept is fun enough. The whole concept is fun enough. Like just getting out there being a space cowboy. Hey, sounds great to me. Except for the fact that it's space, which again is terrifying. Now with all of that, like, the game also encourages you to push your luck when you get any of those red cards. And one thing that we didn't run into because I got lucky was every time you push your luck, you have a chance of drawing a black card. And if you draw two black cards on luck pushes, then a threat appears and those threats can do various things to your gameplay. So again, a lot of this game looks like it is designed to try and get you trapped in some type of cycle of having to go out. You have a debt, so you got to pay that debt off. You got to go out, you got to get more credits. You know, especially, you know, especially if you're trying to do whatever your aspiration is. You got to pay to upkeep your ship. If your upkeep gets too high, then like you never make any payments on your debt. At some point, your debt is going to reach a point where the bank's going to come and take your ship. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you get lucky you earn enough that you can trade your ship in and attempt to get a better one and of course you can also like spend your credits on various upgrades for your ship that will increase your gameplay but all in all end of the day dead belt is a fun little game i do really enjoy the fact that they put so much thought into it in addition to coming up with prompts for every card for the card system every class of ship has its own layout. They designed a layout for every class of ship. They designed specific ways for the ships to break apart if you ran into that. They designed all this stuff for you. Like the core rule book is six through three pages for a solo game. Like I freaked out a little bit when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to read all of this? You don't need to read everything. A lot of it can be referenced. You know, each character, each character creation has its own page. Each ship type has its own page. So I'm not saying that 63 is inflated, but six, like every page has something on it. Every one of those 63 pages has something on it. So that is definitely a, that is definitely a, lot of thought process that went into this so if you are interested in dead belt like i said dead belt is by a couple of drake's games you can get it for ten dollars which is definitely a little bit higher on some of the some of the solo games that i've seen but like i said you're getting a lot for that ten dollars and some of this art alone is worth it definitely that cover art alone is again beautiful definitely a fun game can be relatively short or can be relatively long depends on how you want to do it the game is definitely set up for you to continue to go out and to continue to tell stories and to continue to try and try and try so 
If you're looking to pick up Dead Belt, like I said, it is $10. You can find it at a couple of drakes.itch.io slash dead dash belt. So go pick it up. Go check, uh, at the very least, go check out the page. Go check out some of the stuff that they, uh, some of the supplements they have for you, uh, some of the previews they have for you. And remember, it's a mighty vast, mighty cold world out there. And if you ain't got the grit, you ain't got the determination, well, you know, some folks just ain't going to make it. But for those of us belters, I mean, there ain't nothing sweeter than cracking into a ship and finding that payday. See you, Space Cowboy. You've been listening to Lonely TTRPG. The solo TTRPG live play and review. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. You can also reach us at Twitter at BDDC underscore pod or at Black Dragon Dungeon Company at gmail.com. If you really like us, you can consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Black Dragon Dungeon Company. Thank you so much.